You're listening to Fourth and Rec. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to episode nine. Today, we will talk about race number eight of the Great Lakes Lightning Sprint season. The next race of the season was at Mount Pleasant Speedway. This was the last time in the season that the Lightning Sprints were going to this track, and they were ready to put on a great show. I myself was ready to get back to working hard back at the track, and I was excited to announce. But I was also upset since the season was coming to a close, but that didn't stop me from performing like I normally do. New driver in the field at this race was the 155 of Alex Cogley, who had the same paint scheme as Matt Cogley, so it was going to be tough to tell them apart. Drivers and crew were ready for qualifying, 19 cars on deck, and yet again, Matt Cogley hits the top of the boards. Results of the top 10, Matt Cogley, Justin Ward, Harley Cooper Jr., Ricky Droke, Jacob Shabai, Noel Fong, Chad Colley, Jerry Napier, Chuck Erickson, and Richard Clay Sr. Drivers then got sorted out into the respective heat races. Heat 1 was won by Chad Colley, followed by Richard Clay Sr., Matt Cogley, Dalton Pipgrass, Alex Cogley, Sherman Napier, and Ricky Droke. However, was, Ricky was unable to finish, but would still compete later in the feature. Heat 2 was won by Justin Ward, followed by Jacob Shabai, Jake Erickson, Bobby Miller, Jerry Napier, and Avery Neal. Again, unable to finish, but would compete later in the feature. Heat 3 was won by Noah Wilfong, followed by Arlie Cooper Jr., Bud Schrader, Chuck Erickson, Kevin King, and Paul King. Both Kings unable to finish the heat, but we would still see Paul later in the feature. The top two in each heat advance to the redraw, including Chad Colley, Richard Clay Sr., Justin Ward, Jacob Shabai, Noah Wilfong, and Arlie Cooper Jr. Now it's time for the feature. Front row made up of Noah Wilfong and Richard Clay Sr., both ready to fire away. Justin hard on the gas into turn one slides by Noah, but an unfortunate turn events unfolds behind them. Bud Trader spins out, and Avery Neal and Jerry Napier get together, and Paul swings down low to avoid them. Restart again. This time, Richard Clay gets the jump with a huge push from Justin Ward. Richard Clay Sr. takes his car to the back straight away with Justin behind and led the next four laps until Justin got a huge runoff turn four to go side-by-side side for the race lead. They take it down to turn number one, Justin down to the inside, able to take the top spot away. Justin then pulled away, started picking his way through lap cars. Jacob Shabai from the fourth spot now contests for Noah for the third and battled side by side for many laps until Jacob slides down to the inside and makes the pass. Justin continuing picking off lap cars one by one until the caution waved for Paul King, who had spun out on the backstretch. Green flag was back out, and Justin was on the hammer back into turn one, wasting no time to take away the race lead. Jacob Shabai worked his way past Richard for that second spot and then set his sights on Justin. Many more laps of green flag. Justin working his way through lap traffic and still pulling away from the field. 
Caution back out yet again, this time at the 34 of Sherman Napier, who spun in turn number four. Three laps ago, the green flag was back out. Justin powers to the race lead and checked out all the way to the finish. Congratulations to Justin Warren on picking his very first win with the Great Lakes Lightning Sprints and at a perfect time this season. Results of the top 10, Justin Ward, Jacob Shabai, Ricky Droke, Richard Clay Sr., Noah Wilfong, Dalton Pipgrass, Alex Cogley, Matt Cogley, Chad Colley, and Jake Erickson. Well, this is the first time I'm going to be doing this, but I'm going to have to name Ricky Droke as a driver of the race. Ricky, unfortunately, had to start 19th due to his chain falling off in qualifying or in the heats, but he drove his way through 16 cars and was able to finish third. What a drive by Ricky Joke, and congratulations to him. And now the moment you've all been waiting for, the driver in the Carpies, Project K9 Hero, Johnson Goldhenning, Cassie Bryson, Yellowfield Bakery, Double W Oilfield Services, 40C, is Chad Colley. Welcome to the podcast, Chad. Hey, thanks for having me, man. I've really enjoyed this podcast you put together. Uh, it's really helped uh, pass time in the off season. Yeah, it really is passing time for me. I mean, it's already February, February 1st as we're recording this, but it's crazy how this off season is completely flying by and i'm glad i've gotten some good feedback from you on the podcast so they're very thankful for that but anyways uh, how's the uh, off season going for you yeah you know, off season's off season it's been going pretty good um we've had some time to you know do some family stuff uh and also do some other things that we have interest in a little bit of hunting, a little bit of fishing. Uh, you know, me and Sheila, we watch pretty much every single Red Wings game. So it's, it's been pretty cool. Really unfortunate about the Detroit Lions. We're really hoping for them to beat the Niners to get the Super Bowl. Unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. That, it would have been nice. It's a good building step for the team though. Yeah. Yeah. Off season's uh, going pretty good right now, but, we got two, three months until we get back racing again. I believe the first race is in May. Uh, it's Silver Bullet again, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, it's uh, it's getting down to crunch time here. Still waiting on some parts for the car uh, so I can finish it up. Yeah, speaking of uh, parts, uh, you know, you guys look at the last season. How do you guys think your season went on a scale from 1 to 10? Oh, I'm going to say, um, I'll be generous. I'll say it's probably like a, an eight. You know, it was a pretty good season for us, really. Uh, we were able to make every single race, you know, which that just equates to more seat time. You know, I'm still a newer driver, so seat time is, is crucial for learning, you know, how to race these things. Yeah. And I know you were one of, I believe, five or six drivers to make all 12 races being plagued by mother nature but it was great to see you out of the track every weekend but you know look at the stats one top five eight top tens and one heat win which was actually the race we're talking about that i talked about earlier in the podcast you look back at that how do you guys think that race went or for you guys i mean that 
that race was, it was huge for us. You know, I, I went into that day and I had just a little bit of confidence going, uh, you know, we were able to pull off that heat where heat race win, which, you know, was pretty exciting. Yeah. And me being a new announcer, uh, said surprise heat winner, but not a surprise. I mean, you guys have been doing really good compared to, I believe you guys ran last season, right? Yeah. You know, um, moving on from our rookie season, um, we were able to pick up a, a new car. Well, a new, new to us car. It was actually, uh, one of Justin Ward's old, uh, cars that he had, um, won a championship or two. I, it's a championship winning car that he had. And it's really just changed our, I don't know. It's, it's changed the way that we run the car. Yeah. But still with that heat win, there's a lot of momentum, uh, for the team, even like closing out the end of the season, which was really great for you guys. So, Oh, most definitely. Yeah. And do you guys have any plans for next season? Are we, we expecting to see you guys back at the track full time? Oh, we will. As soon as we get the car together, you know, hopefully it's by the first race. We plan to race as many races as we can possibly make it to this year. You know, if I can make all races again, like last year, that'd be, that'd be something. Yeah. You guys did really good last year, and I'm excited to see how you guys break out, you know, next year or at this year, this season uh, for you guys. But, you know, you look back, there were six tracks on the schedule. Did you have a favorite track uh, by chance? Oh, yeah. You know, this this is a hard question. Uh, and it's probably going to surprise you a little bit because it's not Mount Pleasant where I got my first heat race win. Um, I'm going to have to say it's silver bullet. Um, and I know you've got that a lot, but I think that track is really the, the design, the size and everything about that track is really suits our cars really well. Um, and on top of that, Matt, um, that runs so silver bullet speedway, he does a pretty good job promoting us. You know, um, I've heard him talking on a podcast before about our cars and just the surprise of how fast we actually are, you know, in it, that he enjoys the show that we put on. So that just kind of adds to it. And, and on top of that, we consider Silver Bullet our, um, that's our home track. Yeah. Well, you said Silver Bullet. Well, everybody has been saying Silver Bullet. So it's fitting that it's the regular season opener. So, which is really Yeah. Good. And I do believe, uh, looking back at the schedule um, that, that Barry put out, um, that we actually get to have a couple more races there this year, which is, yeah, I'm really happy about that. Yeah. Speaking of new races, uh, Millstream Speedway uh, that the Cogleys just bought is on the schedule. Do you plan on driving down and making the trip to race on Ohio Clay? 100%. If I, you know, we'll be there to support them um, as long as the car holds together and, and, and the driver does too. And uh, hopefully Mother Nature holds back this time. It was... Very unfortunate to have Mother Nature cancel a bunch of our races, but we've had thumbs up. It was a good thing that we canceled races, but also thumbs down. But for me, I'm kind of excited that they canceled some of the races because, you know, the races they canceled are the ones I couldn't make. So, yeah. No, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. And out of the 12 races of the season, since you made all of them, which one was your favorite? Well, 
again, uh, probably a surprise. It's it's not the Mount Pleasant race. Um, we're going to go all the way back to the first race of the year at Silver Bullet Speedway. Um, I think I finished second in the heat, and that was my top five um, in the feature. And it was just kind of a confidence boost. You know, we got in the new car. We were really sure how things were going to go, and we were able to go out there and run up front and you know, like I said, it's just a confidence booster for me that I guess kind of made me believe, yeah, I can, I can do this. Yeah. Especially at the season opener, you know, the, you have a lot of confidence just building out uh, at the start of the season. So it's good for the team and everybody helping you guys out. Yeah, most definitely. It's, it's uh that was the other thing about it is it, it just kind of made our season start out on a good note and and we just continued that. Yeah. Well, you started this, so I got a question from Matt. Uh, the last interviewer that I w- did was he asked, what are you racing to get towards? You looking to jump into a modified? Are you looking to jump into 360s race with the Great Lakes Super Sprints? What does the future plans for Chad Colley look like? Well, nothing against the modifieds, but I'm 100% a sprint car guy. Um, but at my age, I'm a career lightning sprint driver. Um, that's not going to say that I wouldn't jump into uh, somebody's car if they wanted me to drive it. You know, I, I definitely would do that for sure. Yeah. But, I mean, I've been uh, in sprint cars I'm going to say I really got hooked from 1988. Uh, my dad bought his very first sprint car, and he actually bought that from Bill Dunham. Um, and we raced throughout the 90s, where he he raced throughout the 90s, and I was just, you know, I was hooked. Yeah. Well, you mentioned your dad uh, earlier in the season, earlier last season. You told me you run 40C, and you ran that because it was your dad's number what is your dad helping you out? What does that build for you and your team? Oh, I mean, it's just kind of, you know, I did it out of respect that his number and, and, and he's the one that, you know, brought my attention to these amazing cars really. And he's, he's helped out a, a ton. He's got a, a ton of knowledge. He's a, uh, in my eyes, he's a genius. He was an eighth level engineer, General Motors. So he has a lot of, the uh, ways to change a setup and thoughts on the setup that, you know, it may not work out, but it, most of the time it, it does help out a ton. Yeah. I like how you have your dad as your, one of your main inspirations. Um, my, my dad, I would also say is probably one of my main inspirations. Help me uh, start this podcast. I wouldn't be anywhere with this podcast without him. So thank you to our dads while well, we have father's day, right? <laughs> Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Well, uh, do you guys have anybody to thank besides all your wonderful sponsors that helped put the 40C out on the track this year? Oh, yeah, we definitely have some uh, people to thank. I mean, first off, my wife, Sheila, you know, without her by my side, this dream of racing, well, it'd still be just that, a dream. So, you know, I, I really, really thankful that she is, I mean, she's, we made this a family thing and the entire family just really, uh, really likes 
our our summers at the racetrack and and it works out great. Uh, another another person to thank would be well my 17 year old crew chief, my daughter Lily. Uh, she's really gotten into the racing and and she kind of reminds me of myself back when my dad started racing. So it's pretty dear to my heart. Um, my mom, she she goes to every single race. You know, she watches the littles up in the grandstands. So you know we don't have to worry about you know them you know, getting an accident or something in the pits. And, and that means a ton to us too. Yeah. I feel like growing up, uh, for me, grandparents were always like the biggest support. I mean, you got your parents there, but your grandparents there to spoil you and be your support system. So. Oh, definitely. Oh, and, and another thing, you know, about Sheila is, and, and you, you know, Sheila, she's, yes. she's kind of like the party in the pits, you know, she's the self-proclaimed, uh, um the social committee <laughs> yes 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 so which makes you know because it's the whole racing thing is you know you, it's been said on your podcast before we're all friends you know it, it's a family thing yeah i definitely will say uh, at the beginning of the season to now uh, i've definitely grown with a lot of the drivers and i thought like as an announcer that would never happen but it definitely makes the atmosphere going to the track a lot more better uh, rather than just checking in and going up to the booth and not even worrying about the drivers. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. We really appreciate what you do and you know, it's, it's nice to see a younger person as yourself um, getting into it and, and showing so much enjoyment like uh, you, Jaden Ecker uh, and Brooke Paulus. It's nice to see, you guys coming in and and doing what you do and we greatly appreciate what you guys do yeah they, thank you and i bet if they listen to the podcast uh they'd say the same so but uh anyways uh i, I don't think i have any more questions uh you got any questions i do not no okay well it was uh great to talk to you and i uh, hope to see you back at the track soon it's only i'm gonna say four months away so getting excited all right, countdown's on. Yes, sir. Well, you have a great day, man. Uh, you also. And that'll be all for today. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Hope to see you again soon.